listening to Inspire On The Go. It's your weekly dose of fun, encouragement, real-life conversations, and all things women's ministry, regularly featuring segments from Andrea's radio show, Truth On The Go. If you find yourself on the go, then this is the podcast for you. Now, welcome your host, Andrea Lennon, as we talk about all the great truths that we can take with us as we go through our day. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea here. I hope that your day is off to a great start. Today is such a special day for me. Do you know when you have what you might call like a threshold moment? One of those moments where you know that what took place on that day will forever be a part of your story. And that's what today represents for me. And I'm so thankful that I get to share this moment with you as I let you know some exciting news that my new book, God in the Window, is now available for purchase. And Bethany, I want to welcome you to the show as we talk talk about this new book and a little bit about the journey, you know, I'm just quite overwhelmed. I think that anytime we see our stories in print, whether that is, you know, on Facebook or on social media or in a book like this, it can be sobering and it can also be a little bit overwhelming. So (laughs) it's kind of a big emotional day for me. So, wow. It is. is, Yeah. And you have been talking about this to me for the past few months, kind of as you've been writing and going through the editing process. So can you share for people that don't know what God in the Window is all about. Oh, absolutely. It's my privilege to share about my story. First, let me tell you that this is the story of my life, and we all have a story. We all have a story of God's transformational grace in our lives, and we all need to be ready to know our story, to own our story, to share our story, because as we do that, we display the goodness of God. And so God in the Window is a story of my spiritual journey all the way from birth, whenever I was placed up for adoption. Uh, to where we are right now as Trevine Ministry is continuing to grow and to develop and to reach more women for the glory of God. And really, honestly, though, God in the Window is about God's goodness and His grace and how He pursues us with His best, His best love, His redeeming love, His transformational love, and how nothing in our life is beyond His reach. Um, You know, as I was sitting down to write this book, in fact, I just want to tell the listener a little bit about my thought process as I was thinking about writing this book. I had finished um, my previous book, which was On the Road with Ruth. And anytime I come to the completion of a project, I begin to get just a little bit antsy. And I think that's because I'm a type A girl who (laughs) loves to have a project. I need the focus that a project brings. And so when I finished On the Road with Ruth, I started to think about the next project. And I have a list of potential projects always going that I'm thinking about and praying about and that I am, you know, kind of researching. And then out of nowhere, the idea came for me to write my life story. And I truly believe God just laid it on my heart because it was so poignant that I should know my own story, Mm. that I should, you know, really think about God's journey and where I had been and where I was currently and where he was taking me. And so I sat down and I wrote the manuscript, Bethany, in three weeks. Now you're looking at this, book and it is like 336 pages but I'll tell you it's large print so don't be afraid of that Um, but I I sat down and I wrote it in three weeks and I I think back now and I think boy I don't even know that I took a shower during that time I don't know if I left my house I don't know if I cooked a dinner for my family 
or not because once I started I could not stop Mm. it was pouring out of me and you know that is all glory to God because he gives us clarity in moments when we need clarity now the process of actually refining it has taken over a year just to clean it up and and here's why when you write something like this it's deeply emotional Mm -hmm. it's deeply intense (laughs) and you will see things about yourself and about your life and about your journey that maybe you weren't even aware of and that certainly has been the case for me so the book is about the development of true vine ministry on the surface but (laughs) deeper than that it's about God's transformational grace in my life all the way from my birth all the way to now and so it's just my heart Mm -hmm. it's just my heart for God it's my heart for women it's my heart for my family it's my heart for just life in general so you were sharing with me a little bit during this whole editing process and refining process as you call it that this was the most vulnerable book that you've ever written and that was kind of a a scary thing for you so do you feel like God really shaped your life even more during this process by making you be vulnerable by writing down your life story absolutely (laughs) I never intended to be this vulnerable I'm a pretty private person even though I have a public life I like to keep my thoughts my deep thoughts you know my deep struggles private so when the Lord just called me to just put it all all on the table in a sense Mm -hmm. to just write about it to really explore it it scared me but Bethany it was so freeing and here's the reason why it was freeing because you know truth sets us free Jesus said that I mean he he gave us that principle to live by and so for me to just say this is who I am this is what I've struggled with this is where I've been this is where I believe God is taking me it really freed me up from a couple of different things one from trying to write a life that I felt like fit all these like compartments that sometimes society puts on us sometimes we put on ourselves sometimes even the Christian world can put on us I think I have a tendency to try to please people Mm -hmm. and so I was trying to write towards that end so it really tackled the people pleasing side and then the other side of it God was just like why not just really share the deep hurt the deep struggle the deep experiences that have shaped your life and use that as a platform to help other people because freedom comes in that process and so I never intended to go as deep into my adoption story as I did I never intended to go as deep in my struggle with dyslexia as a child as I did I never intended to talk about this struggle that I have that has always been a part of my life which is a struggle with just feelings of loneliness Mm -hmm. and isolation I never intended to talk about those things but once I started to write I couldn't hold back and through that process of sharing the deep struggles whether it was with my adoption with the isolation with the dyslexia I'll also talk a lot about a friendship struggles that I've had over the years and this cycle that I would go through of keeping people at arm's length and then being all in and constantly trying to decide and to gauge if I had stayed too long or if I hadn't stayed long enough and the vicious cycle of that it was freeing for me because as I saw my life you know in terms of truth in the light of God's word and the light of the work of the Holy Spirit in my life I I saw the chains breaking Mm. and so I just pray that for women you know as they read it I pray that for the readers that they will see their chains and that they'll be broken in Jesus's name well I'm sure that the women that read this book they can relate to at least one if not all of the issues that you've struggled with and that God has brought you through so kind of in your mind who can benefit from this book well I think originally whenever I wrote the book 
book, I thought that the preferred reader, in a sense, or the audience that I was targeting were people who come to True Vine Ministry events and just kind of want to get to know me a little bit more. I think that that was my initial goal whenever I wrote the book. But as I was writing it, I saw that audience expanding to anybody who wants to get real in their walk with Jesus. I'm talking about moving beyond the spiritual masks. I'm talking about moving beyond this idea of I'm okay, you're okay, and let's just be okay together. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about digging deep into who we are and who God is calling us to be. So if that is your heart, if you are tired of playing the games of Christianity, if you're tired of just living kind of a superficial, compartmentalized, surface level walk with God where, you know, when you need something, you go to him. And then when you don't, you're doing your own thing and you live in that cycle too, then this book is for you. It will challenge you. It will inspire you. And I think that it will encourage the reader to never settle for less than God's best. I mean, we talk a lot about that in the book because it's easy to have just enough of God's power to be satisfied, to know just enough of his word, to have a little bit of victory in our life. But this manuscript, at least for me, it called me to move way beyond just enough mm-hmm. to over and above, you know, to that full, free, abundant life that Christ provides and that we should walk in every single day. Uh, now, if you ask me, who is this book for? It's for the person who wants to get real. It's for the person who's ready to dig deep. It's for the person who is really willing to be brave. Uh, if I had to just put it into a little nugget, the book is about letting go of control. Now, when I started to write the book, I had no idea that that's what the book was going to be about. And honestly, I had no idea that that was my struggle. But as I wrote it, I saw a pattern, a pattern of control, a pattern of fear, a pattern of keeping God at a safe, comfortable distance, and a pattern of just settling for less than his best. So as I started to dig into the manuscript and really read and to really write about it, I thought, I want that chain broken in Jesus's name. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the writing process. I would have no idea how to write a book. So where do you start? You know, the very fact that I've written a paragraph, much less a book, (laughs) is shocking to me, Bethany. I mean, I never set out to write anything. In fact, the, the idea of writing has always terrified me. And I think that's because of my struggle with dyslexia and really not being able to read and write and to really understand grammar and English uh, very well because of my struggle just to try to be able to process language. And so it, it's been so surprising to me that God has brought me to this place and encouraged me to write. And so I'm certainly not a refined writer. I'm certainly not someone that you should, you know, take cues or tips from, but I'll tell you what I have learned over the years. The table of contents is like my roadmap. And so anytime that I sit down to write a book, I always think about where do I want to start? Where do I want to go? You know, where do I want to end? And so I just write the table of contents and then I just start from there. So this book was very chronological for me. I started with my adoption and I wrote all the way through till the end. And then because this was so deeply emotional for me, there were a lot of pockets that I had to go back and smooth out and fill in. I had other women who read it and I used a real array of different women, some who have walked very closely with me and know me very well and others who do not know me at all. And so through the process of feedback, you know, it just came together. Well, I know that there are a lot of stories, Andrea, that you can tell about God in the window. So we're going to take a short break and get right back into it. In just a moment, Andrea will return with a final thought. If you would like to hear more of her teachings, visit andrealennonministry.org. 
It is the ultimate website for the girl on the go with Bible studies, video sessions, podcasts, books, and down-to-earth blogs straight from Andrea's heart. Be sure and subscribe so that you can stay connected. Again, that's andrealennon.org. Now, let's hear a final truth from Andrea. So we're back and we're talking about God in the Window. This is my fourth published book. The very first book that I wrote was Reflecting His Glory. And that was an in-depth Bible study based on Romans 12 2. And then after that, I wrote a book called Free to Thrive, 40 Power Pack Devotions for Women on the Go. And then my third book is On the Road with Ruth, which is a journey through the story of Ruth as Naomi and Ruth came from Moab back to Bethlehem. And now we are at the fourth book, which is God in the Window. And as we heard in the first segment. That's the story of my life, but so much more. It's the story of God's love and redemption and his transformational grace as applied to our lives. And so I'm so excited to share it with you, the listener and Bethany, thank you for joining me and helping me tell the listener a little bit about the book. Oh, it's been so much fun to kind of be a, a part of this journey. I haven't really contributed much, but I've just been here hearing about well, you're it. You're so. in the book. You, oh goodness. I didn't know book. that. That's <laughs> right. Yes. And so uh, towards the end of the book, I talk about looking ahead and what's next for Truvine Ministry. And so that's where we find Truth on the Go with Andrea Lennon and Bethany and Steve and all the great folks here at Salem Media. Oh, well, it is so much fun just to be a small part of your ministry and and be a part of it. It's been really special. So can you share a little bit about uh, kind of what you learned through writing the book besides just being vulnerable and being real and telling your story? Do you feel like God kind of brought out things that you wouldn't have seen otherwise? Absolutely. So I told you in the first segment that the book is really about control. And when I sat down to write the book, I had no idea that I struggled so deeply with the issue of control in my life. Now, I would have told you, you know what, I like to be in control or I kind of like to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row, but I had no idea the stronghold Mm -hmm. that control was and sometimes is in my life until I started writing the book. And I noticed that every single time I came to a point of trust and surrender and obedience and faith, there was this fear that crept up inside of me that was debilitating. And it would really cause me to step back from God's best. It would cause me to step back from his plans and his purposes that he had for my life. And it caused me to question and go, can I do that? Or am I good enough to do that? Or is God able to do that? And so that issue of control was controlling me. And through the writing of this book, I realized we have absolutely no need to be in control of our lives because the one who sees, the one who knows, the one who directs, he is not only willing, but also able to control and lead and guide us. And so bringing that issue of control out onto the table, it was transformational for me because I saw, you know what? It's, it's stealing my joy. It's stealing my power. It's stealing my victory in Jesus's name. And so I started crucifying it. Hmm. I started calling it out and I started to claim specific scriptures over that issue of control in my life. You know, and I think about how God says for us to call to him and he will answer us and he will deliver us and he will tell us incredible things 
that we do not know. In fact, Jeremiah 33 verses 2 and 3 probably became my key verse for this particular book. And here's what that says. This is what the Lord says. He who made the earth, the Lord who formed it and established it, the Lord is his name. And then he gives us this incredible promise. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Mm-hmm. And so that was so like enlightening for me because I thought I'm trying to control my life and I am functioning on limited knowledge, limited resources, limited abilities, limited experiences. But yet I have a relationship with the one true God who sees all things, who knows all things and who is saying, you know what, call to me and I'm going to tell you what you need to do. I'm going to tell you where you need to go. I'm going to position you. I'm going to redeem you and I'm going to leverage your life for my name, Hmm. for my story, for the furtherance of my kingdom. And then I started thinking about, you know, different people in the Bible, like Mary of Bethany and Mary, the mother of Jesus and Ruth and Esther and Deborah and all these women of the faith that I have always looked up to. And I thought, you know what they did? They let go of control. Hmm. They surrendered to God's plan, even though it may not have made sense. And now today, my life is blessed because of that. I want to be that kind of woman. Hmm. And so I'm so fired up as I think about this book. And as I think about what God taught me, he taught me to let go of control and how that is the place of freedom. And through that process of letting go of control, was that a really scary thing for you just to write out your struggles and be real and be vulnerable. I think especially as women, that can be really tough for us just to admit, hey, we don't have it all together. So was that tough for you? You know what? I remember sitting at the kitchen table and I had a very defining moment with this project and it was, okay, Andrea, you're going to continue to play the game and be in control or you're going to get so desperately real that your life will never be the same. And something about that moment, the call and the invitation to be real mm-hmm. was freeing. And so I was like, I'm all in. I remember I went back and I rewrote several chapters because I was like, I want to be very transparent. I want to be more real. I want to be more real. <laughs> I want to, I don't want to hold back because honestly, we live our lives for the audience of one. He already knows everything. He already knows the struggles and he is the only path to freedom. And so I just remember that very poignant moment where I thought, I'm all in. I'm going for it. I'm doing this thing. And there there also came a moment where I thought... I don't, I don't care what people say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah. I, I, and I've never been able to say that before. Yeah. And I say that with great respect because I love people and I want to serve people, mm-hmm. you know, and it is my privilege to be an encouragement to them. But there came a moment where I wanted to obey God more than I wanted to please man. So you're not coming from a place of, well, I don't care what your opinion is. It's more like, I know what God's called me to do. Right. And if other people maybe disagree with that, that's okay. Absolutely. Now in the process, obviously through this writing of this book, I I had to sit down and have conversations with individuals that I love and that I'm near and dear with. I think about, you know, my parents and my siblings and my husband and my children and my close friends. This is a collaborative effort of my entire family. And Mm -hmm. there's not one thing in this book that's going to surprise anyone. And, And I love that because there are times when we do not have the ability to clearly see ourselves or our experiences. We are so, you know, impacted by 
our own struggles or we're so impacted by, you know, our perceptions of, of life. And so I just brought people in and I, I was like, I need you to help me tell this story mm-hmm. the right way. And it was so beautiful for my entire family to come around this project and to say what this is our story. You know, another thing in like the preface of the book, I talk about how, you know, Saul, who later became Paul, was on a spiritual journey and he didn't even realize the outcome. He didn't really realize the destination. And and I think that all of us can relate to that, how, you know, we have our Saul moments, but God is so willing to transform us into that Paul that he has called us to be. And so um, I think that story, that idea of transformation also sets the tone for God in the window, because when you read this book, you will see how God has taken the broken and hard and messy places of my life. And he has built a platform for ministry based upon those. And I'm so thankful for that because it's easy to just focus on the areas where we think that we're strong or that we're able or that we're capable or that we have something to offer. But here's what God has taught me time and time and time again. It is through our weaknesses that he is strong. And so you'll see through the story of God in the window, how it is a transformational story of God taking the the pain and bringing purpose and him taking the mess and bringing meaning. You know, he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete that work. Yeah. That's very meaningful to me. I believe that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Absolutely. Uh, we cannot serve both God and man. Absolutely. So all those different passages of scripture come to mind. There is one chapter in the book that I'm particularly excited about, and it's called This I Believe. And it's the chapter where I talk about about my beliefs, my beliefs about who God is, about how we are in relationship with him and our doctrines that give our beliefs spiritual legs in Mm -hmm. a sense. And so as I sat down and I wrote that chapter, God's word just started to flow out of me. I had always wanted a statement of belief for True Vine Ministry, which is just kind of those go-to statements of what you believe about God and uh, what you believe about his word and his work in your life. But I was always so overwhelmed at the thought of writing a statement of belief because yeah. there's so much in the Bible to believe. And there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure. And so one day I decided I'm overthinking this, which is, I'm pretty good at that as well. <laughs> I am overthinking this. And so I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to write what I believe. And I started with God mm-hmm. and I talked about the Trinity and I talked about the word and I talked about salvation and I talked about the sinful state that we as man find ourselves in and about the purpose of the church and, you know, the call to take the gospel to the nations. And this particular chapter, it's just God's word that has become alive in my heart. And what I say in the chapter is that God was building a ministry, True Vine Ministry, but really he was building a believer. Mm -hmm. He was building someone who would know his word, who would believe his word, somebody who would claim his word, somebody who would share his word. And at the end of that particular chapter, after I wrote it, I just had tears flowing down Mm -hmm. my face because I realized, you know what, the go-to truths of the Bible, they now are mine to claim. They are my precepts to follow. They are my promises to claim. And I end that chapter with the song that I sang with my kids whenever they were little, the wise man built his house upon the rock, his house upon the rock. And so when the wind and the rain came, the house that was built on the rock stood strong, whereas the house that was built on the sand went splat, you know, (laughs) and I finished that chapter chapter by going, you know what? Simple truths are proved out over time in our lives. And so the word of God, which
which is what Truvon is all about, helping women to know the truth, to live the truth, to share the truth. That has become my anchor. That has become my hope. That has become my peace. I think about Isaiah 26, 3, and, and here's what that particular passage says. God will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in him. So when we trust in him, we trust in his word. We know his word. We believe his word. We claim his word. We let his word give shape to our thoughts and to our perspectives and to our values. Then you know what happens? We're going to have peace, a peace that passes all understanding that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And Andrea, there is so much more to unpack about God in the window and Trevine Ministries and everything about you and your and your mission to share the word of God with women all over. We're going to touch on that next week, but can you kind of real quick tell the listeners how they can get a hold of God in the window? Okay, so my website, andrealennonministry.org, it is the one-stop shop yeah. uh, for all things Trevine Ministry. You can listen to these podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can download free resources. You can visit the blog. You can connect with me through all the social media outlets. And so go to my website, andrealennonministry.org, A-N-D-R-E-A, last name is Lennon, L-E-N-N-O-N, and then ministry is singular, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.org. Click on the shop button, and like Bethany said, we're going to be back next week, and we're going to continue to talk about God in the window and all the different things that God taught me through the process of writing. In the meantime, you need to think about your story and how God is at work in your life. This episode of Inspire On The Go is over, but we hope you'll be back next Monday for the latest episode. In the meantime, you can visit absc.org forward slash inspire podcast to find more episodes and ways to connect with Andrea. Also, if you're in central Arkansas, you can find Andrea's radio show Truth On The Go at 93.3 The Fish and 99.5 Faith Talk Radio on Sunday mornings.